Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to the Tristcast. I am your host, Tristan Dario, and I invite you to sit back, relax, catch a vibe, and enjoy the show. Hey, y'all, take a moment before you get settled. Follow the Tristcast and leave a rating. All right, I'll see you in today's episode. Peace. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to today's episode of the Tristcast. Grateful to be here. Grateful to be alive. Grateful to be learning. I've been learning a lot of stuff lately. I've, I have been successfully moving forward with my, um, I've been moving forward with my schedule that I made previous week, last week, and feels good. Feels very good. And I don't know if my ADHD is going to try to come in and be like, <laughs> no, I'm tired of this. We need to do something that's outside of control. We'll see, though. Very grateful for it, though. Grateful for the high energy, the, you know, feeling good. I've been putting time into painting and art and giving myself time to be in my creative areas. And I, I'm, I cannot express how good it feels to have it going at a certain level like it's it's not like a constant it's not like a constant because I'm able to follow a color coordination of how I'm going about my day and it for me having a little bit of that organization feels really good and honestly it's a huge step in the right direction for me as a person who in the past couldn't time manage properly, and I'm slowly but surely figuring it out and figuring it out. And I love it. I love it so much. Uh, the idea that I'm actually able to not only produce, but also have time to take in myself and just be easy, easy going, you know, give myself time to relax. Like there's moments where I'm able to have a little bit more downtime than usual. And that feels very good, especially when, you know, I, I come from being in the past, always feeling like I have to get stuff done. And if I'm not getting something done, I'm not being productive. And if I'm not being productive, then I'm not adding to my success. And if I'm not adding to my success, then I am not successful. But obviously, we've discussed that it's not always that, that's not always the case, and that's not how it always works. You know, it is important to be productive in the things that we want to achieve, and if we want our goals to come to fruition, then we will have to do that. But besides that, we are able to, you know, I'm able to actually sit back in those moments where I feel like I should be doing something. I can now better, you know, when my mind tries to play games with me and say, hey, you weren't productive like you were supposed to today. I can say, no, I was. And I can do these certain things that are going to help me chill out and be able to, you know, recover and recover some energy. Because I'm producing at such an early time of the day, I'm taking in in certain times of my day, I'm producing again in certain times of my day, and then I'm also getting done these healthy habits and stuff like that. It's really adding to my life, and I'm just very, very grateful, and I'm I'm excited for the time where I get to say, Haha, I'm blowing off the calendar schedule this week, and I'm just going to be vibing. 
because that's coming soon. I'm very, you know, I mean, not breaking the calendar, obviously, that's not coming soon, but it's more so about, you know, this time here in the Midwest has been very good to me, it has required me to go very deep within myself, understand things about me that, you know, I just didn't understand before. And I think that's quite eye-opening and it's beautiful because I am a completely different person as to who I was when I first got here. I can already tell you with who I am now, I'm not going to allow certain things back into my life. I'm not going to allow certain things to happen in my life. And I will consider myself as a mean as a means to respond to the things that I do not appreciate I can just say I'm done with that and I'm not going to allow that back near me with all the effort I've been putting in you know I do not want to fall back but obviously you know I read an incredible affirmation or quote I don't know which one it was either yesterday or the day before and it said, you know, you're going to have you're going to have to relearn loving yourself several times in your life. And that is so crazy because we can, you know, it's kind of like how I've seen it in the past. You know, in recent years, when years weren't always that good to me, you know, I could always look forward to the spring because I've always I, I've discussed it before. The springtime to me is like that time where we went through a time of possible, you know, it's, we went through a, metamor- a metamorphosis, a, a transformation in the time between the winter time and getting back into spring. And now that we're blossoming into this incredible new person and we're taking in everything that we have learned recently and we're putting in ways that we can not only better ourselves, but also you know, be better people in our day-to-day lives. And we can put in more effort into not potentially bringing, you know, negative habits or negative people, negative things, environments into our life because we recognize what we deserve and what we do not deserve. We deserve all good things as long as we are, you know, setting ourselves at that frequency and we are producing that vibration. You know, we can be good people we can want to be, you know, inviting great things and positive things in our lives, but if we are not actively being positive beings and projecting outwards love from within, we won't always attract what we want. Because, you know, I, I think I used this analogy before, but um, we can want things and we can, we can, you know, really want the good things and positive things, but we if we have not upgraded to a frequency or vibration and if we have not grown into the individual we need to be we won't always receive what it is that we want from the world or we ask from the universe to bring into our life and that is an important thing to remember going forward as we continue to strive to be the best possible version of ourselves and to remember that we are human and we will make mistakes and that we have to make mistakes for us for us to grow it's also important, you know, it's, we have to do our best not to lose ourselves. And if we do, we be easy on ourselves and that we find a way to get back. And that's probably going to happen several times in our lives. We'll be tested. We'll have ways that we will grow in, in numerous amount of ways. Um, but yeah, I, um, I've been reading a lot 
on certain topics I've been trying to also, you know, push myself forward, thinking about my future, things that I want to do, things that I'll have to achieve to be able to get there. But one thing that really sticks with me is lately, I've talked about this app before on the podcast. It's called Imprint. It is an app made for you to read about, you know, personal growth, psychology, finances, stuff like that. It's it's an incredible app where you can just go on and you'll get little short readings that you can do that will also have pictures in it. So it's also better for your brain to be able to take in and attach the words that you read to pictures, which will ultimately help your brain to hold on to that information for a longer period of time. And so on Imprint, they just came out with this new seven-day course, and it is called The Science of Happiness, and it's being done by a Jason Mitchell. He is the he is a psychology professor at Harvard University. And, you know, when I saw this course, I was like, you know what, this might actually benefit me in more ways than one not necessarily just in my life but potentially for many others in case people are interested in doing a seven-day free trial over an imprint you could you could potentially join in on this course i don't think it has any select time that you can but one thing i will say is if you choose that you do want to download an imprint the down the link will be in the description but if you do choose that you want to do this course and you are interested in hearing what the science behind happiness is, I do have to say that it is a scheduled course. And if you do not meet the scheduled time that you place, so for example, I do it, I have been doing it for the last three days at 7 a.m. a little bit after I wake up. But I'm starting to see that, you know, that may not be the best way considering I like to make more of that time as meditation practice and Duolingo because I'm trying to learn Spanish. So I am pushing it back to about 1 p.m., which is on my schedule, my reading slash hobby time, which is perfect because that means it's about six to seven hours after I've woken up. So my body or my brain has already gotten to the point where it's ready to take in information. Hey, you know, you can also everyone's different. So go by your own time, go by your own way that you feel natural to you and what aligns resonates with you. Because that is what is important, you know, don't switch up what isn't unless you, don't switch up your schedule unless you truly feel that it does need to be worked on, you know, enjoy yourself, do what you need to and give yourself some slack, you know, live a little. Me, myself, I think I would also say that I can get serious with that because I just, you know, I just, I don't know why, but I've talked about it before. I get very serious about my stuff, and I like to get things done. I just like to feel accomplished. And some of the things I do in my day are small. Some of the things I do in my day are big. And I'm just very grateful that I get to accomplish anything at all. I'm grateful that I have been able to get out of that languishing and that I'll even go as far to say, you know, that anxious crippling that I would get into in the past. I'm very grateful that I've made it out of that. You know, I don't get crippled by anxiety or how much I need to do. I'm just going with the flow of things and I have a schedule that I can meet in case of, you know, to keep me out of that anxiety because we'll swing back around on that. I want to discuss more about the science behind happiness. Jason Mitchell, he does it. If you want to do it, um, you have to stay with 
the time that you schedule it. So you actually schedule when your time to read is. So for example, you want to do it. You sign up for 7 a.m. You have to be ready at 7 a.m. You have to be in the app, ready to go, and it'll give you a checklist. Do you have 15 minutes to spare? Are you in a place where you cannot get distracted? And do you have do not disturb on? Because it is important. You know, they're taking their time out. This is, you know, it's a professor from Harvard who really wants to put this kind of information out there. So they're really trying to hold accountability. And if you know me and if you've been here, you know accountability is everything. And holding yourself accountable and being able to hold ourselves accountable is very important and it also helps us grow as individuals so this course is very very nicely done um, it is you know they have ways that they make it specific to you on your way of doing it and everyone will probably go through it either differently or some of us may be similar um, but when I started it it starts out with more of the types of ways that actually makes us happy you know like money you know attractiveness how we look you know material things and I'll say even our career and our romantic uh, relationships especially when it comes to romantic relationships career money you know our attractiveness we all think that these are things that are going to make us more fulfilled and i think i just spoke about it on the previous episode from sunday and if not sun yeah definitely sun no no not sunday um i think previous episode on no yeah sunday this past sunday i believe um this episode i was talking about how you know you cannot fill that void in your heart by advice, by individuals, you know, it only comes from within you. And that is very important to understand. So when we think about what is the key to happiness and we think, oh, a relationship's going to be the key to my happiness, you will soon figure out that that person is not the key to your happiness. They're going to do things that are against your expectations. They're not even going to meet your expectations on some things. And, you know, putting expectations on people is only going to lead to resentment because no one is perfect and no one is going to meet every single thing that you need in a person. So that's why it's important to figure out your values and your principles and finding someone who either agrees with it or you know and other there's other factors to relationships and how they work and what's good for you and what's not and my belief is you know having someone beside you that also helps you be your best and lives with you not lives with you but you know stands beside you supports you for who you are and how you're growing and who you're becoming because that is what love is all about love is about accepting one another as we are helping each other grow And, you know, it's important to know that we are supposed to live as decent beings as we are. And we do not have to be soft parented by anyone else to be, to have common decency. And, you know, treat people with the respect they deserve and, you know, come into it with a commitment. But when it comes to the key of happiness and when we think about the science behind happiness, we really struggle with, you know, our own conditioning that we grew up with what do we need to live happy lives in my case it was more about making sure you had a very very good career you were making good money and you know you have a family that's pretty much the get-go of it and you know 
I could be wrong. I could be missing a couple things, but you know the the point of it was to make sure that you get a you have a good career and that you're making good money and that you have a nice family. Well, I haven't done it that well. That I mean, I haven't well not that well, but I haven't done it like that. <laughs> you know, I you know it took me a little bit longer to figure out what it was that I wanted to do, and it took me a little bit longer to figure out who I was entirely. And I'm still getting and I'm still getting to know that person. And at, on the course of this happiness and finding it, you know, there are only a few things to to. Not a few things. There's been plenty of things that have taught me what has been wrong and what has been more right and that I have resonated and aligned with. And in my case, you know, I want to travel the world. What does that take? Money, having a nice, you know, having a job that can afford it or being able to hold myself accountable and have discipline on how I spend my money. But over the course of the last three days of what I have learned so far as a means to what Jason Mitchell is teaching in this course, it is more about our mindfulness. Who would have thought? It's not about how much money we have in our bank account because actually, as studies have shown and the statistics I have read by this course and what I have written down, most people, when they meet an income of $75,000, they have a sort of happiness that does not increase. You're more than likely going to stay at the same level of happiness after that point where you make about $75,000 a year. They say having anything more than that doesn't really do it, doesn't really increase to it, because they say once you meet that average point of $75,000, you are quote-unquote comfortable. All in which what that means is your basic needs are met. So that gives you a pretty crazy idea of like all these people that are pushing themselves to the point where they want to be multimillionaires or they want to have all this all this all that have so much stuff to buy and stuff like that but you know the whole saying more money more problems you know you can do so much but you know you may end up in a place where you may not be the happiest person because you got so much going on in your life so it's something to think about But on the other hand, you know, we have people who think that we have to undergo surgeries so then we can look better, so that we can, quote unquote, feel better, you know, about ourselves. Because we think when we go under the knife or when we do certain things that improve our looks, quote unquote, you know, it's you would you would imagine that you might feel better. But over the course, you find There are statistics and studies showing that people tend to feel worse about themselves. How crazy is that? You go for such a period of time thinking to yourself, oh, I'm going to look so much better. I'm going to feel so much better about myself if I change this one thing about myself that I just don't like. And then you come to find out that it's not at all what you thought it was going to be. All those times people were telling you, you know, you don't have to change that about yourself, you know. You don't like you. You are perfect just the way you are, but we have this idea. You know, I. You know, I, in the past, suffered from body dysmorphia, and over the course of loving myself and taking over the thoughts in my mind, instead of just allowing negativity to come in and tell me things about myself that aren't true, I get to, you know, 
hijack those thoughts and say, you're wrong. I don't need to change a damn thing about myself. I am perfect just the way I am. I love myself just the way I am. And that takes time and effort into really putting in the time to love yourself. Well, you know, I was just having a great conversation. How long are you going to go throughout your life making other people happy that you are putting less time into loving yourself and making yourself happy? And, you know, we don't have to go under the knife to do that. Some people are going to want to do that because that's going to make them feel better. And if that makes them feel better for the short gratification that they get, then by all means, they should do what makes you feel good. Live the way that you want to live. But here we support loving yourself as you are. You don't have to go under the knife. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to overexert yourself in the gym to get such a physique or body to make other people happy. You know, you know, unless you really want to be that bodybuilder and you want to you want to be big or you know, unless you want to lose that weight, you know, it really starts within you. What's going to make you feel happiest about yourself? You know, as a, you know, it's it's important to look at how we are feeling about ourselves and being mindful of how we feel about ourselves because if we aren't we're going to continue to repeat the cycle of just not giving ourselves what we need and what we deserve and when and when we place money you know thinking about what we have to do to even get the body that we want and stuff like that we think about how much money we have to put into just doing that and then you think oh man if i had that money still i could have spent it on something else that would have genuinely made me happy these are things that we think about that go in line to what is going on in our daily lives you know what we are struggling with internally with what it is that we want for ourselves or what we want to do for the world and so much that we forget that, you know, we are people who just need to give ourselves a little bit more love. And that's what this is really about, you know. Uh, I've discussed it before and how important it is. And I think I want to talk about it a little bit more than normal today. And that is the importance of mindfulness and meditation. You know, a lot of people laugh at me. A lot of people look at me and say, I can't meditate. That's not for me. Understood. This isn't for you then. This is for the people who are open-minded and interested in trying something new. That's what it's about. We sit and we wallow in set pity uh, in self-pity. We we wallow in the things that we just can't get through, get over and we're just like, "Oh, are we ever going to change? Are we ever going to see the light?" You know, I said it I said it previously. You know, being okay with the shadow sides and having to come to terms with that is very important because that allows us to be our whole authentic self and being mindful in putting in time for meditation is very important because that's what's going to strengthen that I read today from Jason Mitchell that there are gray matter areas of our brain and doing more meditations causes the growth of gray matter to go in certain pro certain areas of our brain to strengthen the processes of information that happen in those parts of our brain and meditation has proven to increase our focus our you know our management of emotions and 
so much more. I don't have all the information, obviously. I've only been reading for three days. But just in the little bit that I have read to figure out, you know, it is so true. You know, there's it's actually a test to see how easy is it for you to be able to sit for for a minute or to three minutes with a quieted mind and no thoughts in, in your mind. Our brains are set in a... So picture your brain and picture a switch. There's a switch that's always turned on mind wandering, which means that your brain is always thinking, always going, always making something, processing something, doing something, thinking about a memory, thinking about the future, so on. What meditation does, it helps you learn how to turn that switch off. So then you are in control of what's being processed You are in control of how the information is going in. Instead of constantly going and getting anxious about how much thoughts are going in your brain, you know, I've been there where I'm sitting at the staircase and I'm just like, oh my God, I have so many thoughts going in my brain all at once. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. And then when I start meditation and then when I started growing in it, you start to realize, wow, if I just take 20 minutes of my day every day, And I know we got so much shit going on in our day. But if I can take 20 minutes daily, oh my God, where you can just turn off everything and that you can be at peace. If you don't know what being at peace feels like, man, it's like being at the top of a mountain in Tibet. You're sitting with a monk and he's pouring you some tea. No one's talking. You're just hearing the wind blow over the mountain. You're feeling it brushing up against your face and what you have sitting in front of you is a nice hot cup of tea. Think about it. You know, that may not be What's up, guys? Wanted to take a quick moment and invite you to leave a comment on today's episode. Tell me something about yourself or tell me something about today's episode that you enjoyed. Peace. Everyone's peace. You know, peace could also be standing or laying down on the beach, hearing the waves. It doesn't matter what your kind of peace is. But if you don't know what actual peace feels like, where you don't feel anything except you're in the present moment and you're just experiencing. It, it, it's a feeling that not a lot of people understand because our brain's constantly going in, in fear of what's happening or what's to come and what we can't control and what it is we want to control. And over the course of this journey of mine, it is releasing control. It has been a lot about releasing control, not giving out Ex, like extra energy that does not need to be given. It's been about actually putting in effort to grow mentally, physically, and spiritually. And, you know, it's, it is wild. It is so wild to me that I have been able to learn how I can expand myself and it's not even just expanding myself in, internally. It is being able to learn how to expand myself from internally to externally. I'm making space. I'm taking time out of my day to strengthen my mind, strengthen my spiritual connection with God, and truly 
truly deal with what is going on inside of me rather than running from it, rather than finding a way to not have to answer it. Because the longer we choose to not answer the problems going on within us, the longer it's going to take and the longer we will, the longer it's going to take to get through it and the longer we will have to deal with the constant BS that we are creating for ourselves. You know, there are things in the external world that is completely out of our control. But we are in control of how we feel internally. We are in control of how we choose to be externally. And if we can truly get our mind wandering under control and we can find that peace within us and we can truly get to a point where we are connected. I was just telling my brother earlier today, we are all interconnected beings who are taught to feel that we are not connected to one another and our differences throw us or our differences keep us away from one one another, you know, because of the way that we were conditioned into thinking that we have to feel that someone else perceiving us is a bad thing. You know, we are all experiencing this world together in different ways. And if we can learn how to control these factors going on in our lives internally and that we can answer to them in a different way, it really causes you to change your perception on the world and changes your way of thinking in it is it is important to do that. If you're going throughout your days expecting everything to go exactly the way that you think it's going all the time, one, it's going to get boring, and two, you're not going to be living with the opportunity to allow random things into your life. It is the idea that you could be on top of your wave having the greatest time of your life, and then you need to be knocked down from that wave. You need to find a way to get back up, and you need to find a way to stand on that wave longer. You know, instead of allowing the next one to just throw you off, you got to be able to strengthen your feet, your your formation on that board, and you got to be able to flow with it. It's you know, my my mother actually just gave me a very good quote that I've talked about in other ways, in different ways, but it was very similar to what I talk about. But you know, she read a book, and it was based on you know, one of the pieces was you can. There's a river, and there's two ways to go down the river. You can either flow with it, or you can try to, you know, force your own way through it. One way, you're going to go down it very easily, and it's going to be very, you know, it's going to have its twists and turns, but it's going to be more, you're releasing the control of it, and you're just flowing with it. The other one is, you're trying to control the entire way down, and it's throwing you underwater, you're drowning, you're finding ways to come up, but you're gasping for air, because you weren't able to just flow and let go. Flow and let go, that's a great, that, oh, I'm going to write that down. Flow and let go. Damn. That's great. I'll turn that into a hashtag for sure. See that in the next Instagram post. But, you know, it's... It it is so important to take time out of your day. Even if you aren't open-minded to it, you know, I I challenge you to try it and I promote you to try it. I invite you to do it because it ha- this is only from my personal experience. It has done me great things. 
And I even, dude, there was a time where I was not doing it daily and I was doing it every other day and then it turned to every other week and then it turned to, oh, I haven't done it for a month. And you know, that can get you somewhere. It helps you relieve stress on so many levels because it also helps you learn what you want to tolerate and what you won't tolerate. And it helps you acknowledge what you're feeling because you have to. You cannot allow your mind to drift. You can't allow mind wandering to happen during a meditation. You have to be letting go and you have to focus. You know, this is going to be really funny and I'm about to do this. I'm about to compare meditation to Star Wars. So get ready for this. I've been playing the new Star Wars game that just previously came out. But over the course of playing this game, I have more recognized how the Force, their source of power, being, and everything that is around them. We can connect that into our own lives. Because when you really sit down and you're able to focus your emotions, you can find power in just what you have within you. And then you can unlock certain things to help you in moments. You know, there's a moment where you can embrace the darkness embrace the darkness you know you're not supposed you don't have to only let the darkness in because obviously you have to have balance the yin yang of it all you have to have darkness to have light but to choose to only live or not to only live but to choose to allow that light in as a constant you know as we are constantly embracing the the negativity or the darkness that's coming in that it's teaching us helping us grow, transforming us into the people that we're supposed to be. I just think it's so cool because I've been watching this. I've been seeing it and I've just and I've just been like, wow, I'm connecting this to potentially my own life on the course of my own journey and how I've learned and how just meditating, sitting down for a moment to notice what we can take on the inside. It's just very, you know, it may not even make sense to some people, but to me, I I understand it in a way that, you know, it just connects with me. I don't know why, but I'm getting mucus again. But um besides that, getting out of Star Wars stuff, um you know, the art of meditating, the mar- the art of fixing yourself to be straight-backed. Unlock that penal grant, uh, the penal gland in our brain, because that's naturally shut off, and we have to find ways to actually open that back up and give it to the, give it the energy it needs. I um, you know, I usually do my meditations laying down because that, uh, especially when I wake up, I do my morning meditation the second I wake up, and I'm trying to find a meditation teacher. I've been really wanting to get a meditation teacher and I plan on going to Loads and Floats over in Altamont that Colton Jakewith told me a long time ago. <laughs> Can't even like, I think that was back in mm, September, October, m- maybe closer to maybe October. No- I can't even tell you. Damn. It's been a while. Maybe December. But Colton told me a long time ago about uh, loads and floats. And, you know, I haven't been able to go. Didn't have money at the time. But I'm at a point where in my life that, you know, it's important enough to me that I need to go and check it out. And it could potentially throw me in the direction of meeting a meditation teacher. Someone that I can look to 
on my uh, so who can teach me because you know I kind of want to expand in that way when it comes in this when it comes to this community here meditation and spirituality and personal growth interdependence between us it's very important when we are able to find ways that we can grow in those ways and when I think about this community growing I think about how I want to grow as an individual for it and I look at Ram Das and I look at Terrence McKenna and I look at Alan Watts and all these other speakers who spoke in ways that can just invoke perceptions in our minds to find ways that we can look at life in different ways and you know when I look at these meditation teachers that I've been reading about and seeing I'm just like you know I really want to find my own I've been I've been listening to Duncan Trussell's family hour podcast and his meditation teacher David I don't remember his last name but he's also in his show the midnight gospel and when I watched there, when I watch or listen to that podcast and I listen to these meditation teachers and how they think and all the knowledge and wisdom they've gained in the course of their life, you know, one day I might even be a meditation teacher. And that sounds exciting to me. I get to, you know, have lectures. I get to have Q&As. I get to have people ask me questions on how I perceive things. I see that for my life. And I, and I, and I am very grateful for what I see in my life. And I want to be able to help people in their own journey of finding that peace within themselves. Because we obviously have so much going on in our life that it can be so difficult to give ourselves that time. Those 20 minutes. Some people feel like they don't even have five minutes to do a pool plunge. You know, it, it, it's everyone's life and everyone's own personal things in their lives everything's going on and everything's happening so being able to set set time aside because that time that we set aside is so important being able to be at peace control our minds find a way that we can get our minds under control instead of using the vices to chill us out I, you know, I actually made it a year sober, not even a year, no, not a year sober. <laughs> Come on, Tris. A year clean off of nicotine, you know, that took me four years to finally quit and put down. And, you know, Ram Das had a lecture, you know, I, I, it's about addictions. And, you know, Ram Das says, you know, there's people that track how long they've gone without smoking and then there's the people that smoke and you know which one like you I mean he says you're still holding on to that inside your brain and that's still going along with you whether or not you know don't keep track of that but just enjoy yourself because life in life there's going to be times where you're going to fall down fall back up and you're going to have to find ways I just don't know if I want to put myself back into that because that was a point in my life where if I was stressed out, I was hitting nicotine left and right. And that just wasn't healthy for me. Surely was not helping that mind wandering that, you know, we're used to that's always turned on. When I was finally able to kick that out and this journey really took its turn for what I will consider the best. 
It led me to the places I could find to be at peace with myself. Even if I am to fall down, it's okay. But I now have the discipline to say, I know that my relationship with this is not good. But I know that there's going to be times in my life where I'm just going to be like, you know what? I want to enjoy myself, but I cannot allow it to have control over me. And that is where meditating, building discipline on ourselves, being able to figure out what we want in our life and what we do not want in our life, what we will allow in our life and what we will not allow in our life. It's very important. And what's so great about meditation that, you know, taught me is meditation isn't even a, like customed into any specific religion, faith, which means you don't even have to be a religious person to meditate. Meditate is ultimately good for your mental, physical, and spiritual health. You may not be seeking spiritual, you know, gain in your meditation, but you're still strengthening your physical and your mental because you're able to attach certain labels to what you're feeling throughout your body, giving attention to the places in your body that need attention while also being able to quiet your mind. It's not even something that has to be connected to religion. It is for you. It is for your own health. It is something that can genuinely benefit your existence because instead of being so scared of what you have to do or what's coming or what's not happening or you're so sad about the people that you lost in the past or that you're not close with, you remember that there is always going to be more experience to this and we it dude you're you still have not met all the people you're going to meet you have not loved all the people that you're meant to love you have not experienced every place that you're meant to be at so seeing life from that lens instead of feeling like you know i am this age i haven't gotten anything that i consider done or other people would consider done Go with the flow. Everyone's timing is different. Take time for yourself to truly build that health for you. Because you're able, you know, I just saw an incredible post by someone back home in Florida. They posted, you know, what you, it was a whole picture diagram set of like four or five pictures. And it says what you think you become, what you feel you attract. Um, and then there's a couple more, but you know, I can't remember that right now, but just thinking about those, what you think you become, what you feel you attract. And that is really, you know, circling around back to what we started with. And if we are constantly thinking the positive and optimistic mindsets that is going to sh create the reality that we are thinking in inside of our mind. Oh, I just remembered another one. What we dream or what we imagine, we manifest. That's incredible. That goes in line with what you think you become. What you think and what you imagine will simply, not even simply, it will massively manifest in your life. And it is your decision on if you're going to take 20 minutes out of your day on a daily basis. And even if you're not perfect at it, even if you're not perfect at it, you can still try. Like I said, it went from weekly to I forgot to do it at all for the last month or so you know it it takes time it takes practice but here's the truth around meditation and mindfulness the more you practice the more it gets easier
and I just very much promote that and I and I I very much invite you guys to try doing it with me. I want to, you know, when this community gets bigger, you know, we could have small little gatherings and we could have guided meditations together. That would be really dope, you know? Like that would be pretty damn sick. Personal growth, interdependence, interconnectedness, if that's a word, I'm making it up if it is, interconnectedness in spirituality. Very, very, very important, you know, especially when it comes to building upon each other, building upon ourselves, and thinking about other people around us, you know, expanding the love that we have within our hearts and expanding it outwards for those around us, making space, feeling the world around us. I, I spend, I like to spend my mornings a little bit outside in nature, hearing all of the nature, the wind, hearing the birds sing, watching them fly. Oh my gosh, man. It just brings a sort of peace in my life. And I'm very much looking forward to, you know, the n- new ways that it's going to show up in my life in the months to come because in the months to come, there's going to be a lot of change. There's going to be a lot of things going on in my life. There's going to be a lot of plans that I have to set into action. That is the angel number I have been seeing. Set plans into actions. And I'm like, oh, man. I, and in the moment when I see that, I'm just like, I don't know what plans I need to put into action. But then I remember this. This is showing up in front of me for a reason. And even though in that moment I may not recognize what it is I have to do, my higher self, my inner self, the self that I connect with through my meditation practice, strengthening my intuition, that inner self of mine tells me exactly which direction I need to go, which plans need to be set into action. So I may not know in the moment, but my inner self is like, I got you and I'm going to lead you. And that's what's really cool. If you can get your, if you can strengthen your intuition to the point that you are following suit with your higher self, you don't even like you. It's exactly what I talked about before. It's about that flow. You're in flow, man. You don't really have to worry about what's going to happen or how you're going to get there or how you're going to do it. It's more about, dude, I got this. My intuition is leading me exactly where I need to go. And I love the saying, everything is happening exactly the way it needs to at the exact time. And trusting that, having faith that it is true. And holding a positive, optimistic mentality can strengthen the way that we see ourselves, strengthen the way that we see the world, and it can help us to promote the love, the kindness, the compassion, and care that we want for ourselves, but also for the people around us. It is very important that we take time out of our day on a daily basis, and even if you're not even able to do it consistently on a daily basis yet, I just invite you to do it as much as you can. Try to bring this into your weekly schedule to start it off. You know, give yourself specific moments of your day to be able to just sit and be and be present. Give gratitude. 
so important how we start this every day with gratitude. Gratitude is what changes your mindset completely. Being grateful for everything around you, whether or not you have what you want in the current moment or not, you are okay with everything that you have and everything that is at the time that you are at. And that is what is important. That is the importance of meditation. That is the importance of strengthening your mindfulness. Not allowing the negative thoughts to be what tries to screw you up. Because you're, you know, that's going to happen throughout our life. But if we have the opportunity to strengthen how we respond in choosing to take time out of our our days, our weeks, to just... Be in control of that mind wandering and not allowing it to continue. It's very important and it helps more than you know. And I think if you can actually do that for yourself, you're going to be a lot happier that you did it than you are that you didn't do it at all. And I think this is a great time to, you know, oh, well, how to get that all, you know, how to get that a little bit, you know. <laughs> um, no, I think this is a great time for us to cool down, have a little bit of downtime, you know, give ourselves the time that we need to chill, get our minds under control. You know, we we can't control the things happening around us all the time, but we can control what's up in here. As long as we take an active or as long as we are being proactive, and trying our best. Very important. I also want to bring up that I would really appreciate y'all's feedback. I am using new music for the intro and outro of the podcast. And, you know, I you know, I like talking to my community. I like being able to talk to my listeners and hear more from them, hear what they think. So I'm very interested in hearing what you think of the intro outro music. Um I'm also grateful for my dear friend Emma, who has been on a recent episode of the podcast, who is helping me in some ways outside of, you know, the podcast and stuff like that. And just wanted to throw that shout out there. I also just want to say I'm grateful for my friend Angelica. She she is an incredible person. She has given me thousands of pieces of um, motivational things that I've needed along my way. She has definitely made a way for me to also be who I am today. And also, I'd like to just say thank you to the wonderful people who listen, who support me, love me, and want to see me grow into the into an even better individual as I am then now. And I'm just very grateful for all the people that I have around me and the people that are continuing to support me. Um, You guys are deeply loved by me. I cherish you, and I appreciate you greatly. And so, yeah, with that, I would like to say, I hope you all have a wonderful morning, a wonderful afternoon, a wonderful evening, and a wonderful night.